Hello and welcome to the Garden Bainbridge Classical Music Hour. No, it's not. It's Positivity and Peace Podcast. We all encounter negativity in our lives, some more than others. It's easy to give in to that negativity and allow it to rule us. But just think how amazing you would feel to overcome it and live a positive life. Just imagine the things we could achieve if we had positivity fighting our corner with us. Imagine the horrors we could deflect with a positive mind guiding us through the darkness. Welcome to Positivity and Peace, the podcast that will give you a motivational buzz. Hello and welcome to the 10th episode of Positivity and Peace. Yes, the 10th. I never thought I'd get to 10. I originally started off, I just wanted to do round about four. um, And that was when it was Poems, Positivity and Peace. But it's just took off and I really enjoy doing it. And I'm really thankful for the people all over um, in America, in the United Kingdom, Spain, Germany, who are actually listening to the podcast. Um, I'm so pleased um, that we've got to the 10th and hopefully we can try and go 10 more. So on the this momentous uh, occasion, we have loads. We have um, a motivational story, the elephant rope. We have a garden um, with his motivational recording. We have the post bag. We have the poem of the podcast. We have the 365 jar. We have the promoting positivity, positivity quotes. Oh, we've got so much on. Anyway, this morning, because what I usually do, uh, do you have a morning routine when you you get up in the morning? I do. Um, When I get up, I always do my stretches. Every morning, it doesn't matter if I get up at half four in the morning, which sometimes I do before I go to work, um, and I actually do my stretches. It's just in my system now. I do it all the time. Um, and then when I have time, I always go for a morning walk um, to stretch my legs and, and to, to do some thinking. I find that um, doing running, um, which I used to do a, a fair few years ago um, before my knees started going, um, I used to like doing running because I used to be able to think, my mind would be very clear when I was running, but now I do walking. So I go on a nice walk, a um, couple of miles, three mile, um, and I can get all my thoughts of what I'm going to do in my life and my plans and everything, and that's what I do. And this morning, as I was walking on my way home, they've got a construction site nearby, and they're building some houses on it. And there was this 
um, trapped to this big digger on top of all these piles of stones and it was it was digging all these stones up and I don't know about you but with me I find the little things in life so motivational and so inspiring and I'm looking at this digger and thinking how fantastic is that um, I've actually put a picture of it on me Instagram so you can see what I'm on about if you go to my Instagram page um, but it just it just inspired me I don't know why it was just the way it was doing it's digging and it's strange but yeah I get inspired and I get motivated by just little things in life um, and it just makes me think of things so anyway apart from me just waffling on about diggers let's crack on with the podcast and I hope you enjoy it Poem of the Podcast brought to you by Life As We Know It by the Mancunian Poet in all good bookshops. This one is called Light at the End of the Tunnel. Every day gets a little bit better. Everything seems to be a little bit brighter. The weight on my shoulders is getting lighter. I can see light at the end of the tunnel. My mood is getting sharper. My nerves are getting stronger. My breathing is getting clearer. I can see light at the end of the tunnel. My joints are getting smoother. My mind is not so foggy. My tears are starting to dry. I can see light at the end of the tunnel. My worries are starting to fade. My bitterness is in the shade. My friends come to my aid. I can see light at the end of the tunnel. The light shines bright. I know I'll be all right. I have found the light at the end of my tunnel. Dip into the post bag with Gordon Bainbridge. Hello and welcome to Garden's Mailbag. Well, guess what, listeners? Exciting news? No, there isn't. There's nothing in the mailbag whatsoever. Only joking. Uh, I wish somebody would send me something. I've had two emails since I started this podcast thing with Mark. I got one from Beatrice telling me what to get from the local supermarket. And I got one from Ruth saying that she's PayPal'd me £2.30. Was it £2.30? £2.50? Can't remember. Doesn't really make any difference now, does it? I PayPal'd her anyway. 
No, she PayPal'd me. I didn't PayPal her. I hope I haven't. Anyway, I'll have no money left. Anyway, so I hope somebody sends me something soon. It's getting a bit boring, this male thing. It really is. Anyway, keep listening to the show. Don't fall asleep. Oh, something come through the mailbag. What is it? Let me have a look. Oh, it's from Mark saying, stop ravaging on and let's get on with the show. I don't believe it. Hi, I just want to tell you a little story about belief. Called the Elephant Rope. A gentleman was walking through an elephant camp and he spotted that the elephants weren't being kept in cages or held by the use of chains. All that was holding them back from escaping the camp was a small piece of rope tied to one of their legs. As the man gazed upon the elephants, He was completely confused as to why the elephants didn't just use their strength to break the rope and escape the camp. They could easily have done so, but instead they didn't try at all. Curious and wanting to know the answer, he asked the trainer nearby why the elephants were just standing there and never tried to escape. The trainer replied, When they were very young and much smaller, we used to use the same size rope to tie them, and at that age, it was enough to hold them. As they grew up, they were conditioned to believe they could not break away. They believed the rope can still hold them, so they never tried to break free. The only reason that the elephants weren't breaking free and escaping from the camp was that over time they adopted the belief that it just wasn't possible. The moral of this story, no matter how much the world tries to hold you back, always continue with the belief that you want to achieve is possible. Believing you can become successful is the most important step to actually achieving it. Belief is everything. Positive quote of the podcast. Yes, it's Positive Quote of the Podcast, brought to you by Promoting Positivity. So I've got um, two for you here. So first of all, this is from um, Arnold Palmer, and he's a golfer. It's a funny thing. The more I practice, the luckier I get. And here's another one. 
You were born with the ability to change someone's life. Don't ever waste it. Right, let's just flick through and see if I can find another one, a really good one. Ah, here's another two from two very famous and motivational people. The first one is from Martin Luther King Jr. Let no man pull you low enough to hate him. And this one is from Mother Teresa. Spread love everywhere you go. Let no one ever come to you without leaving happier. Lovely positive quotes. The 365 Jar, filled with positive quotes. The Positive 365 Jar, filled with positive quotes. Never stop learning because life never stops teaching. So let's look into the jar or flick around through it. See what we can pick out. I'm going to pick out three. There's one, two. Oh, looks like the cat's chewed that one. Three. Right, let's go with the cat chewed one first. We've got five cats in our house. Okay. When you focus on your problems, you will have more problems. When you focus on possibilities, you will have more opportunities. That's very good. Let's have a look at this one. Can I get it open? Just hold on. Yes, it's open. Right. Never apologize for being sensitive or emotional. It's a sign that you have a big heart and that you ain't afraid to let others see it. Showing your emotions is a sign of strength. That is so true. And the third one we have here. Someday, everything will look perfect. So for now, laugh at the confusion, smile through the tears, and keep reminding yourself that everything happens for a reason. Three fantastic positive quotes from Mark's 365 jar. Motivational Talk with Garden Bambridge. Hello, it's Garden and welcome to another Motivational Talk. Well, I've got a great regarding today. It's not the usual one, it's a new person I've found. And it was very, very motivational. I really liked it, so I hope you enjoy it. 
It's a man called Matthew Mahanika. Matthew Mahanika. Matthew. Matthew is an actor, I think. Oh, come on. Shut up, Gardenic. Matthew Mahan. Matthew Mahogany. Now, wait a minute. Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. It's last time in and It does. Anyway, listen to it. I think you'll enjoy it. Bedrooms, put the kettle on. I'm going to talk to you about some things I've learned in my journey. Most from experience, some of them I heard in passing, many of them I'm still practicing, but all of them I do believe are true. Life is not easy. It is not. Don't try to make it that way. Life's not fair. It never was. It isn't now and it won't ever be. Do not fall into the trap, the entitlement trap, of feeling like you're a victim. You are not. Get over it and get on with it. So the question that we got to ask ourselves is what success is to us, what success is to you. Is it more money? That's fine. i got nothing against money. Maybe it's a healthy family. Maybe it's a happy marriage. Maybe it's to help others, to be famous, to be spiritually sound, to leave the world a little bit better place than you found it. Continue to ask yourself that question. Now, your answer may change over time, and that's fine. But do yourself this favor. Whatever your answer is, don't choose anything that will jeopardize yourself. Prioritize who you are, who you want to be, and don't spend time with anything that antagonizes your character. Be brave, take the hill, but first answer that question, what's my hill? So first, we have to define success for ourselves. And then, we have to put in the work to maintain it. Take that daily tally. Tend our garden. Keep the things that are important to us in good shape. Where you are not is as important as where you are. It is just as important where we are not as it is where we are. Look, the first step that leads to our identity in life It's usually not, I know who I am, I know who I am. That's not the first step. The first step is usually, I know who I am not. Process of elimination. Defining ourselves by what we are not is the first step that leads us to really knowing who we are. You know that group of friends that you hang out with that that really might not bring out the best in you? You know, they they gossip too much or they're kind of shady. They really aren't going to be there for you in a pinch. Or how about that bar that we keep going to that we always seem to have the worst hangover from? Or that computer screen, right? That computer screen that keeps giving us an excuse not to get out of the house and engage with the world and get some real human interaction. Or how about that food that we keep eating? Stuff that tastes so good going down, makes us feel like crap the next week. We feel lethargic and we keep putting on weight. Well, those people, those places, those things, stop giving them your time and energy. Just don't go there. I mean, put them down. And when you do this, when you do put them down, when you quit going there, and you quit giving them your time, you inadvertently find yourself spending more time and in more places 
that are healthy for you, that bring you more joy. Why? Because you just eliminated the who's, the where's, the what's, and the when's that were keeping you from your identity. And trust me, too many options, <laughs> I promise you, too many options will make a tyrant of us all. all right, so get rid of the excess, the wasted time. Decrease your options. If you do this, you will have accidentally, almost innocent, put in front of you what is important to you. I process elimination. Knowing who we are is hard. It's hard. Give yourself a break. Eliminate who you are not first. You're going to find yourself where you need to be. Instead of creating outcomes that take from us, let's create more outcomes that pay us back. Fill us up. Keep your fire lit. Turn you on for the most amount of time in your future. We try our best. We don't always do our best. But architecture is a verb as well. And since we are the architects of our own lives, let's study the habits, the practices, the routines that we have that lead to and feed our success, our joy, our honest pain, our laughter, our earned tears. Let's dissect that and give thanks for those things. And when we do that, guess what happens? We get better at them. And we have more to dissect. Be discerning. Choose it because you want it. Do it because you want to.